Welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Michael. And today's episode is episode number 31, and we're going to be walking through our top 10 favorite onboard activities. Let's jump into it. So let's start off today's episode with a little bit of cruise news. So this week, the marketing manager for the Port of Los Angeles announced that they are just planning a new cruise terminal. It's a smaller terminal, maybe 2023. I think they had like 1.2 million guests, which so it's not like one, you know, it's not one of the largest in the U.S. And I think one of the main issues that they're running into is parking. So I think right now, you know, they're expected they're expecting about 400 cars per ship and they're one ship that they have is seeing like 800 cars parked. So one of the main issues that they have out there, I don't know if anyone has sailed on a ship leaving uh, the port of Los Angeles before, but one of the issues that people call out is that there's, you know, just an issue with transportation options. And so they need more parking. And so I think they're going to update that. And I think ultimately one of their main goals is to install uh, shore power, which is a huge thing for the environment and eventually they do want to bring in some some bigger ships, Michael. So they want to take advantage of ships sailing in Alaska, which would be okay. really cool. You can fly, you know, fly into LA, which is a little bit maybe easier for some people to fly into LA versus having to go to Vancouver or go through Seattle. And also, you know, Navigator of the Seas, this is their current home port. And we were talking about we were talking about it before this even started, how cool Navigator is, just because they have the uh, water coaster. Yeah, I still think that really sticks it out or makes it stand out versus some of the other royal ships. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a huge factor that no other ships really have in the Royal Caribbean fleet. And they are planning on doing a dry dock. It's it's going to be a several week long dry dock into March 2024. So in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be taking a little bit of a break. So that's just some cool news that I had over there. Nice. And then speaking of like the Long Beach area, you have the Carnival Frienzi which as a Sunday just finished up his last Costa cruise. So wow. now that's going to be going into dry dock too. And to kind of get it ready for adding some of the carnival stuff for it before it's first sailing in April. So I know obviously with Venezia, they added some new restaurants like the new Italian restaurant and then Tomodoro, which is the Mexican Italian restaurant on the pool deck while also adding some of the carnival classics like guys burgers. So I don't know. I still think, the idea of the ship super cool. It'll be cool to have a second one in the fleet. My guess is most of the same stuff's going to be added to this one. But like I said, they're going to be throwing this one out on the West Coast. And then Carnival's also throwing the Vista in the dry dock. Not much details are really out yet about what's taking place on this dry dock. It is kind of one of their newer ships going into dry dock. So it could just be more stateroom. Like, maintenance, maybe. Yeah, maintenance in the staterooms and the hallways and all that versus like new venues on the ship. But, I mean, you never know. They may surprise us. Yeah, and I saw on the post too, Michael, that he said, stay tuned for the exciting news to come. So like you mentioned, two weeks in, in a dry dock isn't a long time, but with, a, I mean, with a whole shipyard and a crew, they could probably get some pretty cool things knocked out. And I feel like he wouldn't say stay tuned for exciting things if it was just like just random small little detail. Room maintenance. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> we'll see in two weeks. So we'll, we'll get back to y'all in a future episode with that. So, Michael, are you okay if I add we add a little new segment potentially this week? Let's do it. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, I was thinking, you know, you see some of the news articles where they've got questions within the article, and then you have to, like, you guess it, and then the article, and then at the end, they give you the answer. Okay. So, I was thinking this week we could do a little trivia. So, 
Michael and I have announced that we're travel agents before and we were thinking about it this week. We're like, what's some, you know, this is a little surprising that people probably wouldn't guess. So we're going to ask a question. You can think through it during this episode and then you can, we'll give you the answer at the end. We got to remember to actually give the answer. (laughs) That's Um, true. So question is for this week, what is Frank and Michael's number one cruise line that they've booked since being a travel agent? Yeah. You want to give give some answer choices? Yeah. Give some answer choices. All right. Is it a carnival? B, Norwegian, C, Celebrity, or D, Royal Caribbean. All right. There it is. We got some good cruise lines there to choose from. I don't know how much, how long this episode is going to be exactly, but you probably have about 20 minutes to, to think through, and uh, we'll give you the answer before we log out for the day. So, Michael, this is an exciting episode that we have. Um, when I was thinking through my top activities on board, you know, I, I, it was tough, right? There's a lot of things you like to do on a cruise and I wanted to make them fun. You know, there's some things I like to do that I just personally enjoy doing on a cruise that could be sitting on the balcony with a mimosa, whatever that looks like, you know, for me, but I wanted to put some things that were real, like real winners, you know, real activities on the ship. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be doing. Yeah. Activities and activities defined, you know, to me, like you're doing it with multiple people, right? Like these are not things like you probably could do privately, so that's kind of how I went about this. And it was tough, man. There's a lot of activities. I even pulled up some old, you know, cruise planners and looked through the list of activities just to jog, you know, just to jog my memory a little bit. And uh I have some bench some bench players. We can start with okay. the, start with the bench players. We did this on a, a past episode, right? Our our bench. Yeah, I think it's good to start with the bench. You know, these these are some players, you know, definitely didn't make the cut, but you know, they're <laughs> on the team. They're they're part of the cruise for sure. Yeah. You know, my first one on the bench has got to go to bingo. And the reason okay. why, this is the reason why, very simple. If I had ever won bingo, I would have You'd it on have my it list. On here. Yeah. All right, so when you hear one of mine later, it's pretty similar. Some people may be like, well, it's only on there because you may have won, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, I mean, that to me, that makes, and one of mine that's on my list is because I won, yeah. obviously, and now I'm a, I love the game. I'm a big <laughs> fan of that game. We're not trying to tease too much here, but... Bingo's on my list. And what's really funny is now they like on Royal Caribbean, at least they have like the iPads where you've got like 30 different cards on one iPad. And I think it just takes the fun out of bingo. I mean, I do pay for those. They're pretty expensive, but and you get so many cards, you don't have to do any of the work, but it frustrates me a little bit because I feel like part of the game is trying to keep up, you know, with the, with the, and if you just sit back and drink and the thing beeps when it's going on, like, so you don't even have to like put your finger over and click the different numbers Dude, on you there. Do it just nothing. does it automatically? You just watch? There's two sounds. One is, okay, you're one card away. Okay. And the second sound is bingo. And it like makes another noise. And all you have to do when you hear the second sound is say bingo versus, you know, you're actually doing <laughs> it, punching, stamping the thing. And then, you know, you have to do the math. Oh, I'm one away. Okay, let me stand up. This does all the work for you. And you can have like three of those in your family. Like it adds a lot of, I mean, it's super easy. I don't know. I just, and I feel like part of it's like a little rigged. Like I don't want to say it's rigged, but <laughs> I've never won. So I'm going to say it's rigged, but that's probably that's my first, I got four bench players. That's my first bench player. Oh, do I, I don't know how many bench players I got, but the first one I got is mini golf. I feel like this is something I do every cruise at least once or twice. You get a group together, you go out, play the nine, 10 holes, however many are around the ships. And kind of the cool thing with these is on a lot of the newer ships, they are like more themed, like you'd kind of see on land, which is cool. So the cruise lines are definitely still putting money towards this because they know it's a great family activity. People are all going to go play it. I mean, and, I mean, who doesn't putt-putt no, at I, the end of the day? I love it. 
But yeah, so didn't make the top five, but definitely, like I said, something I do every cruise and still have a good time with it. You know, I I still love putt putt, and I we're gonna play on the bachelor cruise for sure. My number two, similar to number the uh, sorry, my number two on the bench, similar to the one I just gave, is the casino. And the only reason why is again, I get too beat, I get too mad, I think. And usually the casino is like you know before bed. And sometimes uh-huh. I have a hard time falling asleep. Like I'm so mad. I'm like, oh. why did I take that extra card? And I'm like going through the scenarios in my head. I'm just frustrated, man. Even though it's only like a hundred, maybe it's a hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm just frustrated. And like, I can't sleep. I'm like, I need another drink before bed. Cause I'm like just mad that I lost money uh-huh. and I could have just gone to the pool and gotten the hot tub and had like a chill <laughs> night. Now I'm out of money. I get it. You know, people are going to listen. They're like, Oh, the casino is like, you know, a social fun thing. And you're right. It is. I met a lot of fun people in the casino and you have a good time losing money. But I still like when I do bad, I get mad. And so that's why it's on my list. It's still a great time though. I will say when we sat down and compared notes, this is when I totally expected in your top five. So I feel like for your bench, this has to be like next on deck. Yeah, it is next on deck. I mean, I have a great time. Michael, you've seen me in there. You're going to see me in a few weeks on, on freedom of the seas. I'll have a great time, but when I lose, I'm going to be, it'll ruin my night. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing I got on my bench is, you know, this is probably also here too because I've never won it, but it's trivia on the ships. I feel like I always try and go to a couple trivias throughout the sailing. I've done a lot of like Harry Potter trivia, sports trivia, topics, you know, I feel like I know a lot about. Yeah. And then I sit down and I hear some of these questions and you're like, and I have no clue. There's someone way better and way smarter than me like in this room and they, they win it yeah. every time. And like the thing with Harry Potter is like, all right, there's seven books, right? So there's only so much that you can be and i mean i say there's only so much some of the questions are still impossible yeah especially with how much i know about harry potter but then you do the sports ones and they're asking these vague facts from like the 80s yeah what like, what catcher in 1982 won the world's like you're like what yeah i'm just like i yeah, don't know that but i mean it's always still a good time to go hang out with people but you know, sometimes i do question these people that get perfect scores on these things they, they got their phones out they're asking <laughs> alexa or i guess not alexa but maybe siri what the answers are yeah yeah i to me trivia is also a good one because i was on the birthday cruise recently and almost every single person except for me and scotty i think participated in trivia at some point whether it's the morning trivia that they do just general knowledge or you know one of the travel trivias or harry potter like people had a great time with trivia I think our group, you know, did relatively well. So yeah, it's a great time and and you can't go wrong. All right. And my last one on the list, it's got to be the open play pickleball. They're they're doing this now. (laughs) Like this wasn't around 10 years ago. Like when we first started cruising 15 years ago, like no one was pickleballing on cruise ships. Now every single cruise you go on, there's always pickleball. And I may, I may end up bringing my... Bringing our paddles? Yeah, and the reason why it's on here, because I know I've not done it done it yet. I've it's never, true. But I'm a huge pickleball guy. Michael, we played recently with your family. Yeah. Had a great time. We've been playing with a lot of our friends as well. I, it, I know I've never done it, but it's a great time, and I, I can't imagine it being better or worse on the cruise. I, I would love it anyway. So it's on the list. I think we're going to have to give that one a try on the next cruise. Oh, for sure. My... My last bench player is the Bolt Sea Coaster on all the new Carnival ships. I've done it twice. Uh, you get two laps around it. I've always been the person that gets like the speed button, so that's kind of fun just to control the speed of the thing and choose when you want the boosts. I've enjoyed it every time. I, I've only done it once a 
cruise, I mean, you got to pay for it. It's $15 a person. So not the cheapest thing, but I think it's fairly priced, especially compared to just other things on some other ships these days. So yeah, like I said, love it. Just not in my top five. Awesome. Well, with that little teaser, I know that was a long little, that's our bench. <laughs> so get ready for the, the real one here. I guess we should start with number five. I didn't really put mine in a particular order, but... Yep, mine are not in order at all, so... Okay, well, we're going to make up an order on the fly. (laughs) So, number five for me is definitely going to be Battle of the Sexes game show. I think we kind of alluded to this one earlier. That's the one that we won uh, as a team. Oh, nice, nice, nice. It's fun. I think at the end of the day, it's it's an after-dinner type of show you get you know they pick guys and girls and they're pretty open like they'll just let you jump on the stage and and you know be one of the guys or the girls and it's a great time i think everyone laughs you know it's you just go back and forth trying to battle it out with different games that you're doing with balloons and i and honestly the toughest thing for me was just like the singing one they made you sing like random songs then they made you sing like christmas songs and okay at this point it was like november early november no christmas music was really playing and I was couldn't totally, remember any of them, dude. I couldn't even remember a song, one <laughs> song. And I love music. And I was like, this is so then now I love it. This is a fun game. I'm like every day I go through in my head and I'm thinking about songs. So for the next cruise, I'm going to be really good at this one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it, it's a good time. That's all my no, That's my number five. Now you said, did you win this on your last cruise? Yeah, we won this on. Last and one. Where, where are they? I know when we did this years ago on Harmony, it was in Studio B, the ice rink. Where are, are they doing? Still doing it there? Is it in the main theater or what? Yeah, they were actually doing this one in the music hall on board. And I don't know if you've been in the music hall on Wonder or any of the other cruises you've been on with Royal Caribbean, but it's a really kind of cool, inclusive venue. This is actually where they also do their weddings on board. And then upstairs is like a billiard stable. So we were actually like on that deck. So I think that was deck eight or nine. Um, that we were on and we would like go play pool before bed and like no one was in there like two thirty three in the morning after a couple of drinks we just like had the whole place to ourselves so that's a really i thought it was a great show and i, I really do like that venue all right so the first one i have down on my list is onboard cooking demonstrations okay so this was i don't even know if they still do this but Are you talking about like the the sushi making classes and stuff no see it wasn't even like a class you paid for to go like learn and do it beside them this was on the Carnival Magic years ago. I think back 2017, this was for me. It was in the steakhouse on the ship. Okay. And they had us like seat- seated in rows. And you had one of the chefs up front kind of cooking these little, little like, not necessarily bite size, but I mean, I, I looked, went back, looked through some photos to see what we had. It was a mushroom cappuccino. Which I wow. think was kind of like a mushroom soupish type thing. I'm not the biggest mushroom person, but no, that's my least favorite food. Probably liked it. I don't know. <laughs> there was a some sort of chicken with I think like mac and cheese, and then tiramisu for dessert. And like I said, all three. And they also had somebody from their fun squad there, kind of emceeing it, kind of walking you through what the guy was making. And then, like I said, they'd come around with little samp or samples for us to eat. So I don't know, it's just a neat, it's different. I haven't seen it on a ship since then. Cause like you said, I think a lot of the ships are moving towards like the cooking classes where you do it alongside them. And then you, I, th- I think you eat what you make at the end of those. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so maybe I'll have to check one of those out in the future. I think I've seen like guacamole making class and like okay. that kind of thing or like sushi, like kind of 
you know, something that's a little bit more niche, but you have, you do have to pay for those typically. So that's kind of cool that it was included back then. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Carnival too. They have like pasta making, barbecue, like grilling, just a bunch of cool different things. So yeah, worth something checking out in the future. So my next one on the list is the sail away party. Now I, okay. I, people, I don't know, you can get real technical here, call it technical foul, but I think the sail away party is an activity. It's an activity that you can either opt in to go and enjoy, or you can opt out. I mean, it's pretty easy. During sail away, you just stay away from the pool deck and, you know, whatever. Personally, this is one of the things that I look forward to the most. Just not really the dancing and, you know, the craziness of, of having all those people up there. But I'd love to find like a spot on the top, top deck, grab a drink before it gets too wild. And then, yeah, you look at the ocean, you look at the crazy people dancing, having a good time. And then you look back at the ocean. So you got you got all views. You got everything around you. You got people. You're pulling out from the port. So if you're in Miami, you're having the city there. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's great views. People watching on one side and, yeah. you know, the views of the ocean or the city, like you said, in Miami, which Miami is definitely one of my favorites to pull, you know, the, yeah, the sail away sure. party. But yeah, no, it, it, that's definitely up there for me. I think that one is, it's just how it sets the cruise, kind of sets it off on a good note, right? Like it's coming yeah. in strong with, you know, they always play their same 10 songs, but <laughs> it's still fun. You're dancing, you know, it's just like, oh, this is, this is cruise mode now. So for me, that's definitely got to make the list. Yeah, and this is something when I was initially thinking of this list, I I didn't think of sail away party, but as deck parties in general. So parties in the evening, whether in the promenade or still up on the pool deck, all different ships have all different themes of these, and it's always just fun to, like you said, go dance, people watch, and just having a good time. So the next one I have on my list, sticking up kind of the pool deck area, is the water slides on the ship. This has kind of been cool to just see how they've evolved on the ship over the years. You know, on Instagram the other day, I saw a photo of the Carnival Paradise. And this was the second cruise I ever did back in early 2010s. And, I mean, ship still looks the same. The <laughs> pool deck, the water slide on it ends in the main pool. And it looks like a little slide you'd see at, like, a neighborhood pool, kind of open top, kind of goes back forth and drops you down in the pool. And, I mean, that's just... Like I said, one of the first cruises I ever did, that's what I thought water slides were like on ships. But now over the years, seeing them evolve into adding like the body bowl slides and drop slides and mat slides. And then you look at Icon and you see these family rafts and some of Disney. I mean, we also said Navigator too with the water coasters on the ships. I mean, I think the all the cruise lines have noticed like having water slides probably bring in i mean you got to think with all the families and kids that are on these ships it gives everybody a lot of stuff to do and i mean who doesn't like a good water slide yeah i think it's definitely for the the family target audience right so it's not going to be as much on on the adult targeted cruise lines that we talk about sometimes but on the family friendly ones yeah it's the best way to get families engaged and uh yeah i thought that photo that you showed me of the carnival ship i thought that was like photoshopped for a second like i was like no way that's real like it just looks like it's from like the 80s or something um so yeah no it, it's 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 cool just to see like you said how much it's evolved yeah. man i'm like at night like i'm just thinking about icon i like can't even go to sleep i'm like thinking about all those water slides and that's where i'm gonna be hanging out right in that area on the back with the hideaway like that's my zone. Yeah, your flow rider back there too. Yeah, flow rider, and you got the water slides, and you got the hideaway, which they did announce this week. We were kind of wondering. So the the adults only area of the icon of the seas was kind of like on the side, like cloud seventeen, I think they called yeah. it. And now they've kind of gone away with that idea because it's in the middle of the ship. 
where people are going to be walking by. It's kind of like weird to have it there. So they okay. decided to switch it to have it actually be the hide the hideaway and the back of the ship. So which makes sense. It's a, it's an affinity pool. There's a bar. They're kind of making it sort of like uh, DJ vibes. They kind of like party vibes. So. I think it'd be good to have that be the adults only area yeah, and there's shade and everything. So yeah, the, the side of the ship was weird cause there was not like a cover or anything. And, and it was just kind of like, yeah, kids are going to have to walk by to get from one side to the other. So this, this is cool. I'm, gl- I'm glad that they ended up um, changing that. It'll be interesting too. Cause you, when you think of the adult only area and you think of the solarium that's on all the other ships, it's real tranquil, quieter, like you said, not, really any kids running around so it'll be interesting like you said this one's kind of like a whole different little vibe for adults only so it'll be cool to see how it works on this show. yeah more it's definitely more upbeat right yeah what they're trying to go for and uh you know now they've got the aqua dome which i'm like kind of i'm thinking about what that's going to look like i know we talked about it before but during the day you know on a sea day that if you want to read a book and just chill and look at the ocean like who cares that there's not pools in there or, you know, hot tubs. It's still like a really cool venue. So yeah. just kind of, you've got your coffee shop, you can grab cocktails there or, you know, all around that area. You got food really close by. I mean, besides the water, what else do you need? You know, just kind of look out and relax. So, yeah. And I know we were talking about that the other day, cause that, that was kind of my thing there. When you, when you remove the pools and all that, when you think about it, all right, what else, what's the main thing on that area? The aqua show, which, like we said, well, during the day, there may not be like many people around that area when you think of like the boardwalk. Yeah, people hang out in the boardwalk, but nobody's walking down to yeah. just sit down there. So I think they really did a good job, like you said, adding the coffee shop, adding the food hall, and kind of adding stuff to that area to kind of get people to disperse the crowds, really. Yeah, I don't really see kids like wanting to be in there at all. Like if I was a kid, I would not, that would be the last place on the ship I'd want to be because like what is there to do? Like yeah. maybe they'll go eat you know, on the market in the, you know, food hall concept that they, they have on the side there. But I mean, you're not hanging out there with kids, you know, that's not really the spot that they'd want to be. So I think you kind of mentioned my, my next one. Um, my third one is the flow rider. Okay. So, you know, me, I (laughs) love the flow rider. I mean, there's not much to say other than I have a great time. Yes. I wipe out. I make a fool of myself, but I'm, I'm decent. I can hang. I'm not going to be that guy that you see on the Royal Caribbean advertisement bringing his own board. No, no, I'm not bringing <laughs> my own board. I don't have one of these at home, but when I do go on cruises, I like to spend maybe 30, 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, uh, on the flow rider, just practicing, you know, and every time you go, you do get a little more comfortable. Michael, you've done it once and that was your first time. That was your first time. So I'll give you some grace. <laughs> you know, this next time I want you to be practicing over the next couple of weeks before we get on board so you can be totally comfortable out there. It's like riding a bike. How, how does one practice this at home, Frank? You know, I think skateboarding is probably a good way to practice. It's probably the closest thing to it. Okay. Even okay. even my friends at snowboard, they're like, dude, this is you know totally different. I think skateboarding is probably the closest. Interesting. So I expect, right. yeah, I expect you to, to do some skateboarding this week. Michael, what's your next one? Yeah, so the next one I have on my list, kind of hinting at it, I said before, me winning at something, is Deal or No Deal. Okay. Now, this game, there's a good amount of technology behind it. You buy cards, kind of like bingo, right? Yeah. And your cards have a number on them, and then they like roll the, that's not a dice, but it's like a random generator, and they pop up somebody's number up on the screen. And like I said, with the guest interaction part, somebody actually goes and play on stage. Now, that wasn't me. I wasn't up on stage now. But everyone else is playing along with, you know, thinking deal or no deal. People pick their cases. And then for us, we'd open up that case on the card. 
and then based on if numbers matched or something and you had so many matches at the end of each round you won stuff okay so i think i won a couple things i think my dad won a couple things my sister we were actually doing pretty good at it and kind of like you said i mean it's random there's no really way to game the system or anything but kind of the cool part was when it got to the end the guy up on stage was down i think between the two cases was i think whatever the most money i think it was about a thousand dollars wow or i think ten dollars and i think i think he ended up choosing to keep the case and you 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 know how it goes they make all make it dramatic between all the case openings and the lights would go crazy and it would get quiet and have the different suspenseful music and the guy ended up winning the thing and i have it on video uh them opening the case and him winning the thousand dollars and him and his family went crazy wow. i don't know i mean air, the place was slammed everybody was playing like i said it was just a good fun time dude that is awesome i mean we all have to share the video this week yeah i mean i want to i know i want to see it so that that's awesome super cool i've i've not seen that one on any of the ships i've been on seems like I don't know if it's a Carnival exclusive. I know they're rolling that out to a lot of the ships and Family Feuds, kind of their other big game show right now. So sticking with the game show theme, my next one is attending the Love and Marriage game show. Oh, I've never been on a great on one. <laughs> I've never been on. I'm not married yet. True. I will be married. Soon. And maybe I will maybe go you on. Maybe be on it. I don't think, I mean, they pretty much for the first couple, if you've never been, you, they pick a newlywed couple. They pick like a couple that's been married like an, intermediate like maybe 10 20 years and then you've yeah. got someone who's been married like 35 40 plus years right and so they're always the funniest person on this show they're so funny it's it's hilarious and so they ask him questions they take half it's the newlywed game so they take like the girls back and the guys stay out on stage and then ask questions and you, it's you it's different every time i mean yeah. it's completely random like pretty much how they choose the guests is you audition or they even go like who's the youngest like you know, most recently married and then yeah. they take that couple. Then they say, who's the oldest? And then the ones in the middle, they kind of like have to audition live for. So okay. it's kind of like two are pretty much guaranteed, but um, no, it's always a good time. Right. So like every single time you go to the show, it's, you know, a completely different set of couples and the hosts are usually different because it's a different cruise director. And again, you just leave that thing laughing so hard. You're like, man, for me, I'm not married, so I'm like, this is going to be a fun... <laughs> One day, I'm going to be up there. We're already prepping all of our answers, so... There you go. Smart. <laughs> and I got to... When I said the oldest people are always the funniest, too, I feel like they're always the ones you see around the ship, too, afterwards. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they were the ones on the Love and Marriage show. Yeah, we saw we saw the older couple at Coco K, actually. They were okay. just hanging out on the island, and, and we were like, hey, good job, and they're making jokes <laughs> about what they said, so... Overall, a great time. I've never left and been like, oh, I wish I didn't go or, you know, wish I didn't use an hour of my time for that one. Yeah. So the next thing I have down on my list is doing the behind the scenes ship tour. Okay. So I've only done this once and this is going back to Carnival Magic 2. You did a lot that trip. I know. I really did. I mean, th- this is one of your five favorite activities ever. This is when I really got into cruising, I think, because this was kind of the first two Carnival ships I did were some of their older ones at the time. And this was, I think pretty sure the newest class at the time either vista had just come out or was about to come out but this was like i said the newest class a ship at the time and anyway, yeah we just had a great time but so kind of telling you what the behind i mean pretty much is in the name so you sign up back then you had to sign up the day of right you had pretty much the day you got on the ship you had to go to the excursions or guest services desk and immediately book this thing because it would sell out fast yeah now within the past week or two carnival finally just made this an online 
bookable excursion wow. beforehand. I know. I mean, all the other cruise lines have been doing this. Yeah. So I don't know what the reasoning was at keeping it off for so long, but now it gives people the option, especially if you know you have a later boarding time. I mean, if you have a later boarding time, you may not even get in the thing. Yeah. But the way they had it set up. But the cool thing with this tour is they brought you everywhere on the ship. You went down below to where the crew works and saw what they call like the I-95 area, which is like the long stretch on the ship where, I mean, you got people going in and out, all different things. You got the big food refrigerators. You got like the mechanic, like metal people doing stuff. Uh, They brought us to like the crew mess hall and the laundry rooms and dude, it's crazy what all that's down there. You don't even think about it. Yeah. And I mean, some of the other places they bring you to are kind of upper, like the main galley between the dining rooms and like behind the stage of the main theater. But like you said, a lot of the stuff that you go below the deck for, you kind of just forget about. So yeah, all that was super cool to see. And then it actually ended up in the bridge with the captain. So they kind of showed you around that. We all took, I think, individual photos with the captain and you got it for free. Did you honk the horn? I don't think I honked the horn. But yeah, you see a bunch of super cool stuff. And then there were some other perks. I think like it came with the tour came with a hat. And then I think there was like chocolate covered strawberries in the room later that night. So definitely, I mean, I'd love to go do this on any of the Oasis class ships I've been on or XL class. So like I said, Magic at the time, I mean, it was the, one of the bigger carnivals, but the fact that they're even larger ships out now, really yeah. be cool to see the behind the scenes of all that too. We should go look and see how much the behind the scenes is for Icon. I mean, they're making money off these. Some of these things are like $150, $200 to see behind the scenes. It's, I mean, it's a lot, but it's a cool experience, like you said. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a couple hours long. It's like an excursion. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's pretty much an excursion on the ship where you see a lot. And if yeah. you're as big as cruise fans as us, totally check it out. It's you super probably cool can to just see. Go- like, can you YouTube this? I think people can have their phone out. See, right? we weren't allowed. You okay. had to, the, I don't remember if they locked up the phones, if you had to, because I think they meddled, they wanded us down, I think, before we left. And I think you had to have like closed toe shoes and all that just for okay. safety reasons. Well, that sounds awesome. That's definitely, that's worth being in the top five. Yeah. So my last one, more generic, I put poolside games. So you got, okay. but my the one I was really thinking of is the belly flop competition. Have you participated? No, okay. but I do have a really funny video of <laughs> just this dude that rips, he like rips off his pants and has like a little kind of small little bathing suit on underneath. <laughs> and oh, then I didn't know where you were like going there. He <laughs> throws his bathing suit onto the crowd. It was hilarious. And everyone, and he's like hyping up the crowd. And I was like, man, the belly flop, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, it's just a normal pool day. You're at, you know, at sea and they do these games and it's just like something extra where you're like, oh, I'll step away from my chair. Yeah. I already got to grab a drink and get up anyways. Let me go watch this dude do a belly flop. And then you <laughs> go back to your chair and it's like, you're like, man, did you guys see that? That was crazy. Like, it's it's just fun. And then they got the sexiest man competition, right? So that one, you know, they make the guys dance on the girls and do like some seductive dance. It's, it's just a funny little thing. And yeah. it, and then, they, you know, sometimes they do some pool volleyball. But at the end of the day, all of those things are just like, you're already out at the pool. You're already having a good time, drinking some drinks, enjoying the sun. You know, those games are just an added bonus, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know... At the end of the day, we, we could have called this podcast Michael's Favorite Things the Carnival Magic because one of the things I initially had down on my list before you mentioned poolside activities was I did the uh, mixologist competition poolside. Yeah. And now let's 
rewind this back. I had just turned 21. So you had no idea what you're doing. No. And that you got like a checklist and you chose, I think either rum or tequila, then like a couple juices and then named your drink. And then you submitted the paper and then they called the top three people to come up and make it in front of everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> so at this point, I'd only made so many drinks in my life, but they had the shot glass, they had the liquor and juices and you just poured uh, your recipe and there were three of us in it, right? The first guy, I don't think his drink was that good. Then it gets to me, and I think it was called, like, the Carolina Hurricane or something. It was a blue drink, and it ended up tasting real good, and the judges all liked it, but then kind of the comment they make at the end was to the last girl. They're like, if you put a lot of alcohol in that thing, you're going to win this competition, and you could tell. I mean, the bartender told us a shot of alcohol a piece. And this girl takes the bottle, uh, either tequila or rum, wow. and just starts dumping it in the drink. And you could tell the bar, the bartender was not happy, but they tasted the drink. And they're like, ah, the winner. I'm like, God, mine probably That's- tasted the best. But because she broke the rules, she's going to win this thing. But, yeah, I don't know. Just another fun story of the Carnival Magic. Dude, that that was probably your best cruise of all time. It probably is the top three cruise, honestly. <laughs> just, was that your... That wasn't your first one, no. No, like I said, this was, I think, my third one. Okay. But, like, the first one on a bigger ship at the time, so... That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's a... I mean, that's a really cool idea for a game show. Just make a drink and probably takes a little bit of time. Get everyone and you got to make the drinks, but... That's awesome. I'm. I think that's really cool, and I, I want to try the Carolina Hurricane at some point. <laughs> I remember what was it? It was rum, I think, but I don't remember. The I juices. don't know how that has to do with blue though, because hurricanes are red. I don't know, Frank. All right, all right. Well, should um, I tell you my last one? Did yeah. you finish your last one? I got my last one. What's yours? My last one. All right. So we posted on Instagram last week, pretty much the same question on Instagram, right? And it was, what What's your favorite cruising activities? And we posted a picture of me on the ropes course. So that's my number five. I really enjoy the ropes courses on the cruise ships. On both Celebration and Mardi Gras, they really kind of upped it from their past ones and had a little zipline component. So that was super fun because unless the crowd, unless there was really a line getting in, you could go around as many times as possible. And the zipline part was super fun each time. Kind of little news with Jubilee, the newest XL class ship, they switched up part of the ropes course. And I don't know if it's on the zipline side or the opposite side, but you you're suspended out, right? So you swing out and you're pretty much grabbing ropes to pull you as your feet aren't on anything. Wow. So kind of like, it's kind of like a zip line, but not because a zip line, I mean, you right. kind of just go at it. But this one, you're actually, I hope someone just doesn't get in the middle of that thing and then get scared because yeah. <laughs> you still got to push yourself out. Yeah. But yeah, I always enjoy the ropes course. I think it's always just a fun thing to change it up in the middle of the day. And yes, yeah, so that wraps up my fifth one. And like I said, a bunch of y'all posted different answers on Instagram of some of your favorite cruise line onboard activities. We got zip lining. Yep. That's always fun. Trivia, which like we said, that was on our, our bench. Reading books poolside, yeah. which is always like if okay, we said the Aquadome, that may be the perfect spot if you like to read books. What else do we have in there, Frank? Hot tubbing, which, yeah. which that is a fun activity. Like I said, I would add that one just for me to make the, quite make the list. Hot tub pool deck, just grab hey. a drink and get in the water. Yeah. So those are our, our listener question and answer. If you are interested, we're going to try to do more of those. Put them on Instagram. You can follow us at Cruise Conversations. Hey, Michael, before we give the answer to our first trivia ever on the podcast. Hopefully it's not the last. I, I think it's fun. I think yeah. we, we could even do like things about us, things about cruise ships. I mean, there's so many there's so many things to know out there. It's true. So many facts and knowledge, like just pieces of knowledge you can walk away. So we're going to be educating the people with something new every week. But 
Before we jump into that, I do want to say, you know, we have a lot of really cool content coming up. We've got, yeah. I think, over five interviews on deck okay. that we've got from, yeah. you know, different cruises, different comparison episodes that we, we've got teed up. So we're trying to mix in just our own content as well as with the interviews and, and drop us a note. Let us know what you guys like, what you want to hear. You can do that at cruiseconversations at gmail.com. You can also leave us a DM on Instagram or Facebook as well. So we want to hear from you, but yeah, we've got some really good stuff coming up that you don't want to miss. So Michael, what's the answer? Did so I the question, the answer. Yeah. Let's, so the question was, what is our number one booked cruise line as of now? Now, like we said, the answer is probably going to surprise you because we do talk a lot of Carnival and Royal Caribbean on this podcast. So if you guessed one of those two, you're wrong. So now we're between Celebrity or Norwegian. Neither line we've actually sailed yet. Yeah. The answer? Celebrity Cruises. Yeah, Celebrity. And, you know, just, I mean, between looking at itineraries for some of our clients and also to kind of just looking personally at what's out there, they got some good deals out there right now. You can go on a seven night cruise eight night cruise and a balcony for like 700 800 yeah i mean 700 800 a person is pretty good price for a seven or eight night cruise yeah usually we try to stay around a hundred dollars a person a night and, and that's yeah, we, harder to find these days it is harder to find and so when we booked we also just recently booked someone celebrity four night for like i think it was like less than 400 a person and that was yeah. interior going to coco k so all this to say there's a lot of really great deals out there with Celebrity, and they also have some really awesome group rates. This one that they actually, we actually booked, Michael, was going to Coco Cay, which is pretty cool that Celebrity is now also going yeah. to the private island. And uh, I'm, I'm personally excited to try Celebrity, not just because you know the food is great on board and everything that people say about Celebrity, but the, the ships themselves look just so cool. They've got the magic carpet on the side of the ship, right? They've got some yeah. really awesome... like beautiful bars on board that are just like they look so extravagant and, and, and awesome so yeah if you want help booking your next celebrity cruise or any cruises definitely reach out to michael and i we can help look at pricing for those so with that that's going to wrap up today's episode we really hope you enjoyed kind of just hearing our top favorite activities and like we said dm us your favorite activities throughout the week we'd love to hear what y'all like to do on cruise ships and then if you have any questions for the podcast to do in a future question and answer segment, feel free to drop them on Instagram or in the question and answer box underneath this episode. And like we mentioned, if you're ready to book your next cruise, we'd love to help you out. We have a form link you can fill out in our bio as well. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you back here next Wednesday.